You are now listening to another Nick and 30 exclusive powered by Venture Season Network. Nick's tape. We here. Ooh, it sounds so lovely. It sounds so good. Shout out to Z for the intro, man. <laughs> you gotta love it. New season, new rules. You know how we do over here at Nick and 30. But welcome back, y'all. Welcome back for another episode of Nick and 30 with your guy, Dope the Phenom, aka Trippy OG. But y'all already know what's up. I told y'all the revenge game was going to be crazy. It was going to be one for the record bush. Let's go ahead and take a moment of silence real quick. Because we sat there and we shut them down. The score was, drum roll please, 104-85, to Knicks win. Yeah, I know it's Summer League. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal to everybody. Some stats and some players don't translate to the NBA level. Blah, blah, blah. I've heard it all before. I've heard it time and time again. But yes, we all know that we turned up. You feel me? We got that payback. Let them know what's up. Getting ready for the games for this regular season. You already know. And then breaking news, everybody. Breaking news. We got the Christmas game again. And who we going against? The Hawks. So yeah, I hope y'all ready. They're going to get more locked down. And when I say locked down, let's go ahead and break down how this game went, man. This game was very epic, folks. This game was one of those, if you didn't see it, when you watched the highlights, you was like, dang, we really made 21 threes? Yeah, record record setting, 21 threes in a summer league, right? Mind you, in a regular season, the Knicks team has never done that. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But let me go ahead and tell you, Tom, when you have your eyes set on a player that you want, Mr. Tom Thibodeau himself, Mr. Coach of the Year, Mr. I'm going to fix the culture in one season and one fell swoop. Well, swoop. With the help of Wild West, Scott Perry, Leon Rose, and the organization we trust. Oh, my God. Getting Quentin Grimes. Getting Miles McBride. A.K.A. Deuce. A.K.A. Deuce Nukem. Oh, my God. These boys are... I swear they the Splash Brothers of the East for real, for real. Like, I thought it was just that one game. They did it back to back. And it was crazy. Grimes had 26 points. Six rebounds. Three assists. Only two fouls. Six of 12 from three points. So he was shooting 50%. 10 of 17 field goal range. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then, let's go ahead and bring it to Miles McBride. McBride, 19 points. Yeah, he had five fouls, but it is what it is. Ain't nothing crazy. Summer League, you get 10. At least he had five. He still ain't fouled out, so that's still a job well done. Four assists, one rebound, but five of eight from three. Seven of ten from the field. Oh, my God. When I say they was balling out, they was balling out. It was like tit for tat. It was okay. First of all, it starts out out the gate. Quentin Grimes with a three. Boom. Then Quentin Grimes gets fouled, hitting the three. Boom. Misses the free throw, gets it back, 
step back, hits another three. Nine points out the gate like it was nothing. That boy was like, we going to start it up tonight. And uh, I guess that must have been the, the headline of the story. You know what it is, man. We went against the Hawks. Rivalry game. As you can see, the classic rivals are starting to come back. I love it. And everybody knows when the Knicks do good and the Knicks is looking great, the NBA looks amazing and it looks better and it drives everything to do better. And I'm going to call it now. The fact that we was fourth in the East is the reason why the whole Eastern Conference started shaking up. That's why all these teams started getting better. That's why all these players and these, uh, you want to say, I want to say old stars now because, you know, they're probably in their late, like, when I say 29, going on to, like, 32 tops. Half of them is coming to the East, man, or half came to the East. So, hey, man, shout-outs to us Knicks. We on point. We on point. We we here to stay. But these boys were on point. They were doing their thing, and like I said, it was tit for tat. It was like, like I said, Grom started it out the gate. Boom, had a slow start. McBride comes in the game, boom, locking up Cooper. Uh, not even just McBride, but the whole team itself. Cooper couldn't get anything off. And this game solidified, especially to a lot of Knicks fans, that were probably on the verge of, who would I like? Do I want Cooper? Do I want McBride? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm one of those fans because I was stuck for a minute. I really didn't know which one I would really want to go for until I started really seeing McBride tape and understanding like okay he's really he's really getting a one over because okay they have the same kind of aspect but it's like with Cooper the advantage over McBride is the passing with McBride the advantage over Cooper is the defense and obviously with the dip system if you want to win over with him and get some minutes or even try to get a crack at the rotation you better know how to play some defense so again Going into the way we shut down, Cooper was amazing. It was electrifying. Got him to the point where we shut him down so bad, he only had six points, only had two assists, and I swear there was a moment where I don't think anybody really noticed how he slid out of nowhere. At first, they just thought he was just getting rest for a moment, but literally, we shut him down to the point where once the third quarter came, he came out the game. You never seen him for the rest of the game apparently supposedly i don't know if it was a rumor or not probably somebody pushing buttons or making jokes you know how people go talking about cooper went out with a apparent uh headache so you know maybe he had a wild night who knows if it's true if it's not it is what it is all i can tell you is he ain't come back on the floor so for all those i was saying they wanted cooper i guess you got your answer mcbride was the way to go now yes this is just summer league but that does play a big part they're two rookies. They're on the same team that are. If I well, the way I see it, I see that even though I believe Cooper's on a two-way, but either way, I feel like he can work his way up to to back up Trey Young. I don't see that not happening. That's a that's a good tandem right there. You know, shout outs to them for that because, like I said, even though I'm a Knicks fan, I love all the rivalry teams because the more the not even the more the better that the better they get, the better games the better competition the better intensity the better level of nba excitement and entertainment that we want as fans when we see those games are gonna be out of this world i'm talking about sky high cloud nine surfing through the clouds like i got a wingboard and i'm on a dragon ball z theme song you feel me but i don't know about that bop 
it's it's just it's just uh it's just crazy, yo. I don't I don't know what to say. And then on top of that, while we violating them, we get the crazy jump man dunk. I'm talking about boy. It should be no reason why his head is over the rim. He's far out, arms extended to the point it looks like he's about to break the whole rim and just come down with it. But that man. He definitely needs to stay, and when it comes to this final matchup, even when they pulled all these guys out, and you had Wayne Selden, it was Wayne Selden time. He started giving it up. Back-to-back -back threes. I'm talking about three of them drones. Back-to-back-to-back, going crazy. Flashy assists. No look assists. Like, we was just giving them the biscuits, you feel me? But again, we was going around a lot of second round guys and a lot of G League guys on that Hawks team because if I when I looked at the game, I didn't know that they actually had a roster like that to where it was a point where, okay, really the only good talent you got is Cooper and Jalen uh, Jalen Johnson. And then on top of that, Jalen Johnson didn't even play. They shut him down as well. So meaning shut him down, he didn't even step foot on the court we didn't shut him down physically in the game just for those who might have got lost in that whole sentence but what what more can we say y'all we came to play ob top and the iq they showed out and when i say they showed out i'm talking about through the whole summer league because we might as well just wrap up how all of summer league turned out we we got to see the rise of iq and ob meaning we got to see the playmaking IQ. We got to see that he actually can be a point guard. Yes, yes, he has a lot of things to work on when it comes to not rushing his shot and things of that matter. But that's nothing to sit here and go crazy like some of our fan base do at points in times. But that's regular Knicks fans. We lose it at points in time when a player we like starts getting burnt in a couple of games. But again, it is Summer League and his main focus was to attack the basket and work on his playmaking which we've seen he was averaging 7.7 assists the whole summer league so boom key factor with that he did what he had to do there's nothing wrong with that other than that other than that let's just talk about how obi Toppin. he sat there and was just like the whole pillar of it like he was the foundation of summer league and there's nothing wrong with that he was the whole solidified proof of you know what I need to turn up I really gotta hold down my spot I know for a fact I didn't give it the way I wanted to give it last season let me go ahead and show y'all what I'm really really about when y'all go ahead and give me that time and with him playing damn near 36 minutes to 36 minutes to like averaging I want to say 34 to 36 minutes a game within summer league you seen the rise of him. He even got a 30-piece. Y'all remember that game. Even though we did lose to the Pistons, he did get a 30-piece. You feel me? So, he turned up. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And the fact that he got the call from Julius Randle stating that, you know, keep it up. I'm going to need you out there. I like what you're doing. What? That solidifies him. That solidifies that. I'm going to say it again, Nick fans. That solidifies it. OB ain't going nowhere, man. We're going to turn up out here. We're going to do what it do. We're going to show everybody why we here. You feel me? That's the slogan. Let them know what's up. But that's Summer League, man. Summer League was lit. And it's sad that we don't have any more basketball until, you know, we're getting into preseason and, you know, all that good stuff. But, you know, well, I'll try to get some training camp videos and 
and you know make light of something probably play 2k and do like mock games for you guys i don't know i'll probably record it and put it up on the page make sure you guys definitely uh follow nick and 30 you feel me that's nick the letter n underscore 30 on ig today just for those that want to tune in right now at this mark because you know y'all like to pull up late sometimes y'all like to fast forward just to see what we talking about so make sure y'all go ahead and do y'all y'all do justice and go ahead and follow the page that's what we do out here but we had that crazy night then we wake up today you know we thinking we just gonna be oh it's just another normal uh what's today tuesday i believe it's tuesday Yes, it is Tuesday. I'm, I be forgetting the day sometimes, folks. I'm working around the clock. I'm working around the clock. So we wake up Tuesday. I look out my window. It's looking kind of muggy. Looking like it might want to rain. I hope it does because, as I said before, man, this heat wave has been melting my face off. I'm sweating bricks as if I played ball. And I ain't played no game yet. So as I'm doing this and I'm getting up and I'm enjoying my day and I'm you know, getting ready to get the kids ready to eat for breakfast, you know, making sure that the house is clean, you know, just doing my part. We get we all get alerts on our phone. Fournier's uh Fournier's finally uh well not really sign time, but you know, welcome home. He got the number thirteen. Then out of nowhere we figure out the real details to his contract and come to find out Leon Rose is the master of really playing chess like he's really playing chess out here so he turned so now i have to backtrack all the way to the draft so you understand why i say he's really playing chess and he's only been here i want to say this is year two now because it is year two now he understand the pieces and puzzles to get some type of draft capital going back into the season they understood to send off a second round, no, not even, send off a second round pick in DSJ to go get Derrick Rose. Didn't have to do much. Retained the, the same team that they had. Finished for first round exit, right? Boom. After that, we go into the whole draft night. We had four picks. We flipped two, we flipped 19 and 21. Got a first round pick. So that's, so remember, during the whole from from the trade deadline, we already got a second. We already got a second draft, uh, second round pick. Then the draft we started with a first round pick, right at the trade in nineteen. So that's two. That's two picks overall for draft capital. Then we then traded the twenty first pick to the Clippers. When we did that, we ended up getting pick twenty five. And then we ended up getting Detroit second round pick. So now that became three picks that we got, right? After we do that, we then, you know, draft our, we start drafting our guys. We start, no, we drafted Quentin Grimes. Boom. Then we get to 32. After 32, we then trade for 34 and 36. Boom. We're OKC. We get Rokas. We get McBride. 58, we stick with Grimes. I mean, with Sims. Boom. Jericho Sims, jump man, jump man. Boom. So now we drafted four great players that when you've seen in Summer League, now we're going to go in the Summer League, they all performed outstandingly. Two-way contract. Two-way contract for Sims. Four-year deal for... <clears throat> Four-year deal automatically for Quentin Grimes for going in the first round. Three-year deal for McBride. Boom, right? So they get locked up. And of course, uh, everybody knows Rokas is still playing... 
overseas so he won't be on this roster as of yet but he is a good addition from what we've seen in summer league now we get into the evan fournier details of his contract and now we see that we send cash considerations to boston for evan fournier and also two second round picks so now we went from getting a second round pick to a first round pick to another second round pick to two more second round picks we just got five draft picks all before the next season even started then we rearranged todd's contract to bring him in for two years for 10.1 no cap space used at all mind you i'm talking about everything i woke up to today to see back to back to back as i'm chilling laying down relaxing with the family right todd's is coming back two years 10.1 million that's, you might as well just say that's that's five million a year with the room expectation you feel me and when I say expectation, I'm talking about expectations of he's about to go crazy. But the room exemption is crazy. So no cap space, right? And I say expectation a lot just because I like to be funny. Y'all. I'm, I'm just playing. Don't, don't worry about that. I'm just playing with y'all. So he comes back, fixed his contract up. Then right after they do that, they automatically, Knicks, get on all the social media platforms, say 11 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, MSG Network's live press conference of Kimba Walker and Evan Fournier. Oh, my God. They turned up. Like, how did you do that? First, you tell us the real details of the contract, so you finesse that. We find out we end up getting five draft picks to add to the draft capital we already got. We see that we we locked up Todd for even longer to help mentor these these big men that we have on our team to help get these guys going in Thib's system. And on top of that, we didn't have to use any cap space at all to do that, which was great. Then we get into the press conference, and my oh my, what were the things I looking for? Are they really here to be here? Or are they talking just to talk? And we're gonna start right with the guy himself. The New York native, Mr. Bronx legend, Kimball Walker, grinning from ear to ear, all smiles. You couldn't stop that man from enjoying himself today. You can tell that every time he said it's just so surreal, he's speechless. He really meant it. Like everything he talked about, he meant. He's really ready to turn up. But you can definitely see the animosity in his eyes when it comes to the whole Boston situation. If you did watch it or if you did see little previews from myself, from other Nick pages or other sources, whatever you do get your sources from, not sources, sources, you feel me? Wherever you get those from and do your Googles, you'll see that you see the desire in his eyes. You see the flare in his eyes and how his demeanor switched up when he had to talk about it. Because as we all know, we found out that he was on vacation when he found out he got traded you know so as he said you know he's hyped that he has a team especially his home team that believes in him because he said all i need is somebody to believe him and just like he said quote unquote it's not that boston didn't believe in me they definitely did it's just you know they traded me so it is what it is that that's just how it rolls but you could definitely tell that is going to be a banger it's going to be a banger because like i said we got Kimba and Evan and another breaking rule, breaking, breaking, breaking rules and breaking news. You feel me? Got to switch it up for the ones and twos. Oh, my God. Season opener. 
MSG. It might be, but it's definitely October 20th. We are going against Boston to start it up. Yeah, I told you these classic rivalries are coming back. And it's looking better than ever. They're going to give Kimba and Evan Fournier their their redemption. You feel me? Their revenge game. So now we got two revenge games, especially on Kimba's behalf. Because the way he got traded on vacation and the way his eyes lit up and the passion and the words that probably he really wanted to say but he couldn't. Yeah. It's going to be electrified. And then this time it might be in the garden. I don't, I'm not too sure if it's going to be in the garden. But if it is, oh my goodness. It's going to be beastly. And for all those that rock with Kimba, like you said, man, he only get four free tickets. Remember that. Four free tickets. On four and them, only four. Other than that, you know what y'all got to do. Hit that box office. Go ahead and, you know, pay, pay that bread. Pay that bread. Cough that bread up. We all from New York. You know what it is. Get money city. Do what y'all do. Other than that, now we're going to get into Evan Fournier. Now, while he's talking, I love his whole demeanor. Like, number one, he always said, and my, my fans in France know that I always wanted to be a Nick. So the fact that he's actually coming here is unbelievable. I like the, the, the key thing that I took from him is when we got into the point where we asked him, how did he feel about, you know, Steve Clifford giving him, well, you know, Cliff, you know, his old coach, giving him recommendation, you know, basically telling Tom, like, you know, this is a good player. This is a guy that would fit your system. You know, I think you should, you know, you should look at him. You know, I like the fact that Evan answered, well, I hope that the Knicks didn't pick me just because of that. You know, I hope that, I mean, yeah, of course you always, you know, you want to hear good things like that from your old coach. And that's good that, you know, such and such, you know, I can't really go down in the details verbatim because, you know, he does have that little French accent. So got you got to like try to catch what he says. But he does talk very well, very, very well. Other than that, just to sum it up, he just basically just telling you, like, look, I'm here to ball. Like when it came to the Knicks, who wouldn't want to be a t be on a team like this where, you know that you got to give it your all every night. You know they're going to give it their all against you, going against their opponents. You've seen that in the season. They just kept getting better and better and better. They made sure to keep it a tight-knit family. They didn't really do too much to change it up, but they believed in themselves. And as a player, who wouldn't want to be a part of that? And especially in the bright, light, the bright lights of the Mecca. <laughs> like, what? You know how it is, man. Everybody want to be a New York Nick. Just only the few that actually have the strength in the backbone to really take that challenge come here. And I go back to Kimba because it was asked, how would you feel, you know, how the, how the fans are, the garden. And he's like, man, at the end of the day, I'm from here. You know how I go. That, that comes with it. And at the end of the day, I, I know how to handle that. I'm from here. That, that's all he could keep saying, mostly to all questions. But the key question asked to Kimba, and I promise you, this was the funniest one. Check out Nick and 30. Like I said, that's K and I C K N underscore three zero. Let me spell it for you again. K N I C K N underscore three zero on IG. You feel me? Go look at the real where Kimball Walker gets axed from Mark Berman. Are you going to be able to play back to backs with the knees? He said, yo, you got to ask them that. He looks at tips. He says, you know, you got to ask Tibbs. Tibbs smiles, laughs, says out loud. Make sure he said it. No mic at all, but he said it loud enough for everybody to hear in that press conference. 
he's playing. So don't worry about that, guys. You heard it from Coach himself. He's playing. And if he said it like that and they got him over here, obviously that's one key factor to know. Kimba is healthy. And like they said, healthy or not. Like I said, again, healthy or not, Kimba Walker, career average, six players only in the NBA to do so. Average 19.5 points per game. So, you know what you're going to get from that, man. And then on top of that, like they said, they both here ready to work. They're ready to do what they got to do. You know, they're they're not hard guys to, to get along with. They're very lovable guys, you know, locker room guys. They don't mind sharing the floor. They're just ready to ball. They're ready to turn up. They're ready to show their leadership, bring their leadership to this team, help the young guys, and they're ready to just do whatever it takes to make this team better and get off get us to the next step, get us to wherever we wanna be. And of course that's championship contention, but we gotta build. We're gonna keep building. We're gonna keep doing what it do. And you just you just gotta love it. You just gotta love the fact that we went from being a team that had multiple different guards that couldn't get the job done, and then we get a GM in Leon Rose. Well, not not GM. We get a we get a you know we we get an organization leader in Leon Rose basically to. Give us what we actually been wanting. He reshaped the team. Certain young players started taking the bounce, fell into it, and understood the pressure and was ready to overcome it. And of course, we all know y'all gonna. There, I got. Hold on. Let, let me stop from what I'm talking about this real quick because I feel like this needs to be addressed. And I came across this while I was doing, you know, all my stuff from the draft last night. Well, the night before that, before today. Well, not the draft, the last summer league game. I'm sorry. Like, this this is really mind-blowing. How in the hell, and excuse my French, ladies and gentlemen, how in the hell do you make a top 125 player list, right? There's six Knicks on the list, and you telling me that R.J. Barrett is not on that list? So we're going to keep doing this whole narrative of just keep violating R.J., like, is it the sad point that y'all understand that he just now, probably, he just now about to be 21? If I'm not mistaken, he is 21 now? He should be 21. So he just turned 21. He made a leap in both years. He didn't make no old rookie team, nothing in the rookie season. He made a jump in his second season that just came. And now y'all violating him again? So y'all really, it's not the fact that y'all don't like R.J. Barrett. I think it's the fact that y'all just don't want him on the Knicks because you see the potential and you don't want you don't want the Knicks to thrive. That's all I see. Because every time y'all violate, he turns up another notch. So y'all feel like y'all got to put a battery in his back and then it's like, come on, man. This is old tactics, bro. Y'all don't do this with no other team. Y'all be on the Knicks. I ain't going to say all that, but y'all be on us hard. Like, back up. Fall back, bro. Like, Get it together. Y'all got to do better, man. Y'all got to really do better with these lists. Because y'all be looking foolish. Like, come on, y'all do that. Y'all say, Emmanuel, quickly, that pick was a D. Look at him. Come on, man. Now, look at look at CBS Sports now. They over here talking about Quentin Grimes a B plus. Like, yeah, get it right, man. Like, y'all got to do better, man. Like, it's, it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. And... 
to quote back to what I just said, I believe it is CBS Sports that did that. If it wasn't, my apologies, but I will do my research in the next part. I will address that in the opening that to go ahead and confirm that too. So look out for that. Look out for next for the next pod where I do that. That will be Friday. Will be Friday. That's my normal day to normally do these pods, but it's been a lot going on to where it's like I gotta just keep them going. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep giving y'all this information and you know just let my feelings out as a Nick fan and vent to y'all because the way I get to talk on this pod, I can't really talk in the way I gotta make an edit or I gotta post on a story. But this gives me my time to just vent and really, I really get in tune to really see how a real, like not even a real, just. How a Nick fan feels with certain situations and how they how how we embrace it, how sometimes we hate it, but it is what it is. But when it comes to that that whole RJ slander, this this gotta stop. This has to stop because this is year after year after year, and it's crazy because I shouldn't even be able to say that. And he's only in his third season. Like this is ridiculous, man. This is crazy. This is crazy. It has to get better. It has to get better. But now back into the whole aspect of this. Kimba and Fournier are here. We have 8 and 13. Our newest additions. Brought the same team back. Drafted our guys. And brought these two in. This lineup is about to be crazy. Now, training camp is going to come up. There's so much depth on this team. So much depth. So much. The young core is nice. We got a good veteran veteran cast around us now who's gonna get what type of playing time now to me it would make sense for the lineup of Kimball Walker Evan RJ Randall Mitch right with D Rose IQ Burks Obi Noel now the reason why I say that is because we all know Rose would rather come off the bench Right? With them splitting minutes, boom, 25 apiece. That should be good on both of their knees. And then on top of that, who really wants to break up the Rose and IQ duo? Right? Boom. That's just the same way as Evan and Kimba. So it's like you got two sets of duos that mesh well together. So you might as well let them rock out with each other. Now, with having those two veterans plus your all-star plus your seven-foot shot-blocking rim protector that give it up that got 275 weight on him, you feel me? Talking about the form look good with the training staff that we've seen. It's no reason why RJ can't get the spacing he needs to turn up and then possibly become an all-star caliber player himself that we see him being, right? Now, I say that because with having Evan, with having Evan there, which is a 6'7", 6'7", like guard forward slash forward without shoes on then with shoes he's like six eight versus iq they're just in the starting lineup there's a lot of spacing that's gonna go on plus there's a lot of defenses that's gonna automatically be like all right who do we have to guard i know randall could shoot okay mitch is not a shooter but that's the center so we're not gonna be worried about him coming to the three-point line but who knows he just might do it this season right let's talk about how now you have to worry about, oh, snap. 
we got to worry about Randall shooting. We got to worry about Kimba shooting. We got to worry about Evan shooting. And on top of that, RJ showed last year that that boy can start shooting. And no matter what, every time he normally goes to the basket and starts scoring, it's always an and one. So he got muscle on him. He can take contact, drop you to the paint, get you to the rack, all that. So all he really got to do is be that one selected player to be the DeMar DeRozan type player, get that mid-range popping. And as you can see, he's working on it. Right twitch, left twitch. You saw the video on the page. I'm just saying, man, I be on point. I got to make my dues and I got to sit there and showcase the Knicks because we here and RJ's going to take that step. And then also with having these, these core guys, especially bringing in Evan and bringing in Evan and bringing in Kimba, we also brought in bacon now bacon has a relationship with kimba as well but who knows if that actually happens to where he stays on the team he could just be assigning just for training camp because you are allowed to sign 20 guys for training camp always remember that you are allowed to sign 20 guys into training camp until you know you got to make your cuts right so you got that then after that matter let's just talk about how now we're going into the point now you got to add in the rookies. You got to add in the way Sims, Grimes, and McBride all played. Plus, you still have Luca Vildoza. So we don't know what we're going to do with him. You still got Kevin Knox. It's going to be a battle going into training camp. But the solidified backup, meaning second unit squad that I already know should be, is the Derrick Rose, IQ, Burks, Obi, and Noel. Now, when you get that tandem... And the way that we got the showing of the way Obi is playing, you get basically the same version of the starting lineup in the second unit. Not that Derrick Rose is quote unquote the shooter, but you know when Rose is on that court, he's gonna give you hell. He's gonna definitely produce. IQ, shoot your lights out. Burke, shoot your lights out. Obi, the way he's attacking and finessing. And then you got another rim protector. There's no way that we can't turn up and then if he takes the rotations and runs them to where he might want to go 12 to 13 deep and actually include the three rookies because i don't see why sims uh mcbride and grimes don't end up cracking in this rotation the way they showed out and the way they showed that they can play it gets even better it gets even better like now you got another PG that can light up the floor and defend. You got another SG that can light up and defend. And you got Sims that can defend and can do everything that we need a big man to do. Now, we saw him take a three-point shot. We saw his free throw shooting. We saw him do the uh, come-up mid-range shot. So he actually does... He actually does have a nice shooting for him as well, too. But he's not scared to shoot the ball. So that's something that can be worked on as well to improve that. And then who knows where the sky is for him. So, oh, man, it's it's so many different combinations to this whole fathom, to this whole beginning of what we see to come. But with these lineups, with this depth that we have, you know training camp is going to be crazy. So look out for the stories. I'm going to be in tune. I'm going to be head cracking everything. Four, five, six. You already know how we give it up. We going to be on point. You feel me? We got no choice, man. It's going to be a battle.
battle, and I can't wait for it. Everybody's saying, oh, I can't wait for the season. I can't wait to hear the talks about training camp, the, the videos that surface, any intel that we can grab. Like, what? That's going to be the main event right there. That's where it really kicks off. What Training camp is going to be ridiculous, man. And like I told y'all when I was introducing that I had a pod coming out today, I told y'all in the last one that this one was coming out, I told y'all this pod was going to be crazy. It was going to be reckless. We had, we already knew we was talking about the Hawks and Knicks game, but to hear all this other stuff that happened, when you hear the mindset of Evan Fournier, you hear the mindset of Kimba Walker, you see them get introduced, you hear how they're going to get introduced, you see that Dibs is like, Back-to-backs, Kimba is playing, but you see the love. You find out on a personal note that you hear that whole factor of stars want to be in New York. That's a whole lot of stars are here now. Now, some people may not be like, oh, Evan Fournier is a star, bro. He can ball, and he's a very good player. Kimba Walker is definitely a star. And what we get, Leon, and we trust. He said, yo, you need a point guard. He gave us an all-star point guard, Kimba Walker. You need an upgrade on the wing. He gave us in his prom, Evan Fournier, that just went to the gold medal game against Team USA with his national team, France, and won silver. Like, come on, man. And he was the France leading scorer on the team. So it's lit. It's about to turn up. Having career highs in different in three-point shooting and two-point percentage, how he's hitting it. Like, he's just in his bag, and we got we got Randall in his prime. Now, if you look at it, because Randall's in his prime, that's why he got the extension. We got Fournier. Fournier, he got the four-year deal. Why? Because he's supposed to be in his prime right now. So now you got a wing, and you got a forward in their primes. Then if Kimba bounce back, boom. Now you got Kimba. That's another trio. Now you got RJ take the leap, IQ take the leap, Obi take the leap, and just so happen if Grimes and McBride do what they gotta, Grimes and McBride do what they gotta do, it's super lit. Like there's no reason why we can't turn up. And then on top of that, Sims, yeah, let's let's just say we super deep, man. Training camp is gonna be lit. Everything is gonna be plush again. So I'm going to break down the two things again and not fully break it down, but just give you another update on it. And just a reminder, October 20th, home opener, well, not opener, season opener, ESPN, we are going against who? The Boston Celtics. That first rivalry, Evan Fournier, Evan Fournier, Kimber Walker, they get their get back against Boston. Christmas game, noon, ESPN again. Who we got? The Hawks, MSG. The revenge game. Let's go ahead and bring back that action. You feel me? Shoot, now I'm ready for the regular schedule to come out. I want to see all the games. I want to see how we going to do this. I want to see. I want to go ahead and start making predictions on, all right, we're going to do this to them. We're going to do this to them. We might lose to them. Yeah, I'm a real realistic fan. Some some teams we might just lose to. So you got to be realistic because we have to count on where we're going to frame into this playoff run. I'm calling it now. Top five team going into the season. We lit. Y'all already know what time it is, man. It's your guy, Dope the Phenom, a.k.a. Trippy OG. I thank y'all again for tuning in. I thank Z for the nice intro. Yes, this will be the intro on all the pods from now on. Until, you know, we probably get to season uh, three. And then I'm going to make her do it again. Because you know how we do.
We got to keep switching up. We got to give we got to keep giving you people what you want. We got to give the people what they want and we got to give it to them now because we doing so good and we coming for the crowd bars, right? Y'all already know. So in the words of every New Yorker, everybody that do what they do, you're we here. Make sure y'all know. And especially if y'all saw that clip that I just put up on the reels too. They, they said, welcome welcome home, Evan Fournier and Kimber Walker. Kimber like, yo, I'm already from here. Appreciate it, though. <laughs> I already see the swag, man. Like, what? We got a all-star point guard leading the way, and he from the Mecca? It don't get no better, man. Make sure y'all follow the IG. Stay in tune. Stay up tuned for every update, every new pod. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. Follow at... K-N-I-C-K-N underscore three zero at Nick and 30. Make sure you also follow me, your host at T-R-P. Nah, let me stop. I don't even want to give y'all that right now. Y'all could, y'all could just go to the Nick page and get all that. You feel me? I don't want to get into the tune with that. But, hey, we here. It was a lit episode. No matter how y'all feel about it, man. Super lit. Friday It's going to be the next one. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but it's definitely going to be lit, man. Make sure y'all stay in tune. Do y'all Googles. Everything is powered by the Venture Season Network, so make sure y'all also do y'all Googles and follow that as well. All my pods are on all platforms, so if you got Apple, you got Google, you got Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast, and even if you want to sit there and you use Anchor, I'm on Anchor too, man. Do y'all join? iHeartRadio, we here. All platforms. Get in tune with the pod. Make sure y'all listen. Make sure y'all do y'all shares. Because we lit over here. We are here. And this is Nick and 30. I will see you on Friday. Thank you, people. I see, I see.